0: Welcome to everyone again to God's house, it is your house. The path of Sat Yoga has one intention, which is to help you uh, realize your freedom, your inherent freedom. People in these times like to talk about freedom, but usually what they mean is a very false kind of freedom. That is, freedom from constraints, freedom from law, freedom from having to be good, freedom from following a dharma, freedom from any ethical duties, freedom from having to grow up. But of course that is not true freedom, is it? Because we live in a world of dualities, every intention implies its opposite if it is to be realized. The two opposites must be integrated as one. And so there can be no freedom without constraint. But the question is, what are you going to constrain? And what are you going to allow to be free? Unless we constrain the infant self that wants to act out, to have tantrums and meltdowns and to be selfish and to Avoid responsibility. We will never be free to grow into our full potential. And without that self discipline on the ego, we will never come to know our real self, which is the only part of us that is free. The ego only imagines it is free, but it is never free from its suffering. It's never free from self-doubt, never free from fear, never free from desire, anxiety, suffering. True freedom is the transcendence of all of that. and the allowing of our highest potentials to flourish. It is the freedom of creativity, the freedom of exploring infinite intelligence, the freedom to love, the freedom to realize our divinity. That freedom is not usually spoken of in our society or educational system which is usually limited to the pseudo-freedom you can get from making money. which actually enslaves you to the system that you need to work for to get that money. And then worse, to its values and to its projections on you and its limitation of you to an object whose only value is your use value to the system or to another within that system. But you are never encouraged out there to realize your inner freedom. And it's only when you have entered deeply upon a path of self-discovery that you can even know what are the potentials that lie behind and beyond the event horizon of your current level of subjectivity that offer miraculous powers and potencies for your own capacity to become and to realize yourself in this plane as the infinite being that you are. It is only when we constrain the ego-mind and its weaknesses from acting out, its desire to regress, Take the easy path, the comfort zone, and never to dare those levels of your selfhood that are currently not yet known to you because you are a mystery to yourself. But few of us explore that mystery. Most of us settle for an identity that we receive from others that might just be adequate enough to make us a living and to live a tolerable life, but never to know true ecstatic joy and bliss and infinite fulfillment. And at some point you'll get tired of the boring life of the ego and you'll want to know is there anything in me more than I have yet discovered? Are there greater, deeper depths Is it possible to access levels of being that are only theoretical, that one has heard about, but one isn't sure are real or fantasies until one arrives at them? And it's only those courageous few who dare to go beyond everything that they imagine they are and that they are capable of and that life is about, who make that journey, that pilgrimage up the mountain of God to find the summit. the absolute consciousness from which point only can the full panorama of the real truth of being be known and what is meant by God is not some mythological other who will save you from having to become powerful on your own, who will be your rescuer. No. It is simply a term that represents and signifies who you really are at that ultimate level of consciousness that has gone beyond all limitations. And it is that journey to the unknown self that is the majestic inner process of Sat Yoga and every authentic spiritual path. is one destination but to reach it one must first constrain those elements that anchor one to lower levels of consciousness and then let them go and realize you don't need to be held up propped up by whatever others whatever addictions whatever Codependencies, whatever demands, whatever fears have held you back any longer. And then the constraint turns into a flow. And there is no longer resistance to growth and therefore there is no longer anything to constrain because those lower tendencies will have been sublimated back into their original form which is always the yearning for freedom the deep heartfelt urge for authenticity for a truth that you know firsthand, not second or third hand and for the power of the supreme self that must be awakened by that yearning itself. It is through this courage to let go of whatever you believe you might be, and to dare that unknown. To enter into the infinity of consciousness and not to think that it is just a one-dimensional capacity to think or to act or to emote, but to recognize that there are depths within you. of inconceivable greatness and beauty and joy and love and empowerment that are unimaginable at the level of consciousness called the ego. But it is yourself even now a self that you do not access because you have anchored your consciousness to the lower end of the spectrum of consciousness, out of fear of the infinite, out of fear of bliss, out of fear of never being able to come back and be small again, out of fear of not being able to control the energies, that you will encounter. Which you won't. But which energies will be the updraft that take you to the very core of your being. Until those powers are realized as your own. We live now in a state of alienation from God, from the self, and ignorance of what we are capable of. And it is only by our own journeying to that that we can know for certain. that we can have fulfilled our lives here by being those who have attained the truth. And those who can then offer the power of truth to others. The power of truth is the power to heal power to create, the power to love, the power to direct the very elements of nature which respond to those divine vibrations, and only to those, not to the human level of consciousness. but do we dare to go beyond the humanness that has become our habitat that we hold on to by believing we are simply physical organisms and not infinite consciousness channeling itself through these organisms. It is that paradigm shift alone that can free you from the traumas of your biographical history. And thus can enable you to know even the first phase of freedom. And beyond that, the freedom from all karma, the freedom from all beliefs, the freedom from all limitations of time and space, the freedom from all Limitations created by the separation that you imagine there is between you and God. It is to cross that illusory boundary between the phenomenal world and the noumenon, the self in itself, as you really are beyond how you appear to yourself or others, beyond the limits of the physical body, beyond the limits of the chattering mind that returns ever again into its own sufferings and complaints and projections and self-attacks, beyond all of that, into the realm of light. And bliss we all have that power we simply have to make the choice that we want to know it firsthand and accept that we can only know it when we are it it can never be seen from afar it cannot be photographed it cannot be made into an object. It is that self that is the seer and the knower and never the known. And it's the ego's attachment to knowing and controlling and grasping and objectifying that must be let go of first before the pilgrimage can be begun. And that entails acceptance of everything, everything that is, everything that's ever happened to you, whatever situation you find yourself in, whatever limitations you have put on your life, whatever are the undone fantasies of what you wish you would be able to do, whatever are the mirages you still want to capture, Letting go of all of it, knowing that the only valuable knowledge is the knowledge of the self, of the infinite that lies only within and not without. And that can only be attained in silence and stillness of the mind and serenity of the body. To enable your attention to enter in to your own infinite depths into that space of eternity beyond time into that realm of light that is the very source of your consciousness and your ability to know and that source of power that is the only reason any of us are alive or that there is a universe to be in. It is that willingness to go beyond into utter solitude where no one will rescue you from that space of vastness and power to which the only adequate response is complete surrender. It requires ultimate humility. It requires ultimate integrity, not to falsify the journey not to settle for some illusory substitute or hallucinatory pseudo-transcendence. It requires a character that is pure of heart, who goes with the intention of encountering that power of God in order to serve, not to rule, in order to help the world that requires being awakened from the sleep of unconsciousness. It is not a selfish journey at all. It is the ultimate selflessness, that culminates in the realization of the one self that pervades and transcends all that is, and the willingness to dissolve the ego fully into that oceanic consciousness And then, if so-called, to bring back gifts from that source. No longer as an ego, but as an avatar, a bodhisattva, a channel without egoic filters, without identity, but pure presence. And it is that that is your ultimate freedom. The ultimate glory of human existence. And the ultimate and only help we can give to this world. The rest is vanity. Once we know that, nothing can hold us back. Nothing can delay us. No power is greater than that which comes from surrender wholeheartedly to the Supreme One. Because that puts you in alignment with that supreme power and it enables the two to again realize the oneness that is the ultimate consummation of life. And once that occurs in an eternal instant that never ends, There is no more fear of death, of pain, of any bodily activities causing suffering or any mental suffering. And there is only the pure, spontaneous giving of love and joy from a heart that is one with the heart of God. All are invited. God makes no barriers or place favorites or would put obstacles in anyone's way. Quite the opposite. It's only our own fear, our own choosing of other priorities that become the obstacles on the way. And when this has become your only priority, the transition, the translation of your consciousness from the earthly to the celestial is instantaneous. So, as we meditate tonight, do it with all the seriousness of purpose and the sacredness of purpose that this one act has, for it sums up all religion, spirituality, philosophy, and the human spirit itself. And give undivided, one-pointed attention to that goal of transcendence of the ego mind and enter into the stillness. And you shall know grace. You shall know beatitude. You shall know salvation. You shall be free. It's